What is up, everybody? It's time for our streaming show, and week 18 is upon us in the NHL. We got lots to get into. It is time to get to biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL Today. This is Fantasy NHL Today. I am your host, Blake Creamer. You know what I'm going to say? Twitter.com. Head over there. Follow me at Blake Creamer SE. And while you're at it, uh, go check out SportsEthos.com. They uh, have some amazing fantasy basketball content. I'm throwing the hockey stuff in there. They've got uh, baseball coming up. Football, I mean, that's uh, that's ending soon, obviously. But uh, yeah, um, a great site for everything fantasy-related. Lots of uh, hot content, so get your buns over there, okay? Thank you so much for joining me. As I said, really appreciate that. Um, I just wanted to get this show out to you nice and quick. I'm, I'm right in the middle of my work week here, so I just wanted to throw a quick show out there and give you all the hot strats for um, Week 18 in the NHL. So yeah, we, uh, we aren't going to waste too much time here. Let's just get into it. Uh, before we do that, uh, just a little bit of NHL news. News! New news! 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 Yeah. Um, just some injury news that happened in the games today. I'm recording this on Saturday night, so um, I yeah, there's still uh, two games ongoing, but uh, yeah, I'll give you a little bit of the news that happened here. Anywho, uh, first up, uh, Philip Forsberg uh, was injured in the game, uh, Nashville and Philly. He took a hit, a uh, questionable hit from uh, Rasmus Ristolainen. So yeah, he's uh, he wasn't able to finish the game, so definitely just check his status. He's day-to-day right now while we get an update on that situation. It sucks. Um, although I like Risto, so, you know, he's a, he's a beauty and he's got a nice head of hair. All right. Uh, next up, um, Anton Forsberg of the Ottawa Senators could not finish the game. He was actually stretched off, uh, um, in the game there, um, Ottawa and Edmonton. So that's going to be an interesting situation for Ottawa. Their, uh, their goaltending is going to be interesting. Um, if Forsberg's out for uh, any period of time and the, the guy, uh, I've, I had to look this guy up. I don't even know what it is. Mads Sogard. He's going to get all the starts he wants. All right. Hashtag zero G. All right. This guy's out there. Mads Sogard. He's going to be the, the goalie in charge and whoever they call up uh, there for Ottawa. So, um, yeah, just keep an eye on that. Uh, also injured in that game, Jake Sanderson. He wasn't able to finish. So that sucks too. Ottawa's, uh, yeah, they didn't look good. I watched a lot of the game and yeah, they just got dominated end to end there um, from Edmonton. Uh, just a just a different class of team. So, yeah, they got to figure it figured out in Ottawa. There, they uh, you know they're <laughs> they're falling out of the race right quick here. Next up, Trevor Moore and Arthur Kaliev both activated off the IR for the Kings. Uh, Trevor Moore is playing tonight. I didn't see Kaliev's name in the roster, but uh, he might be playing too. I uh, haven't checked as of yet. But yeah, Trevor Moore is a big uh, get for the Kings. He was playing great before he got injured there. So. Yeah, have a look there. That third line was really going uh, before he got injured. 
Logan Thompson of the Vegas Golden Knights uh, has announced he's week to week with a with an injury there. So I think Aiden Hill is a is a pickup. I think you got to go pick him up. We'll deal with it later. Uh, they called up Laurent uh, Laurent Brossois, so I I don't know if they're going to split the starts, but I think you got to just go out and get Aiden Hill right now. <laughs> And we can sort it out on the back end. He's an ad. Pick him up. Okay. Uh, next up for St. Louis, some good news. Uh, Pavel Buchnevich and Ryan O'Reilly back for the St. Louis Blues. And they had a nice little game. Um, Buchnevich had three assists, which is pretty darn good. They won 6-5 tonight uh, in Arizona. Yeah, Buchnevich had three assists. Uh, he did play uh, just under 22 minutes, which is, which is awesome. And then Ryan O'Reilly, that beauty. Um, he got the overtime winner. So... Yeah, I mean, O'Reilly might be available on waivers. That, that's, a, that's a player to look at. I think, I wouldn't say he's a must roster, but I don't know. He's on the bubble. So if St. Louis has a good schedule, you, you might want to look at Ryan O'Reilly. And funny we mentioned that because they might have a good schedule this week, okay? And lastly, I do want to just mention uh, Phoenix Copley of the Kings was extended. Uh, he got a one-year extension for uh, 1.5 million AAV. That's a nice signing. He's kind of taken over the reins for Jonathan Quick there in LA. His his numbers have not been great this year, but he's getting dubs and I guess that's that's really what's important and I think, you know, the with the Kings getting a little healthier now, um they could help with some of those numbers. Anywho, that's the NHL news. Now let's get into the streaming strategies, okay? It's an interesting week here. Um, you know, somewhat normal week. I think it's a little bit light, actually. So um, 11 teams have four games this week, and those teams are the Ottawa Senators, New Jersey Devils, Arizona Coyotes, Florida Panthers, Detroit Red Wings, Nashville Predators, Chicago Blackhawks, St. Louis Blues, Minnesota Wild, Colorado Avalanche, and the Columbus Blue Jackets. Those are your teams with four games this upcoming week. There are 18 teams with three games, and I will mention them as well just because I just just feel like talking. You got uh, Toronto, L.A., Buffalo, Carolina, Tampa Bay, New York Rangers, Winnipeg, Pittsburgh, Seattle, Vancouver, Calgary, Dallas, Boston, Edmonton, San Jose, Montreal, New York Islanders, and the Washington Capitals. Those are your teams with three games this upcoming week. And there are three teams with only two games. It's uh, Philadelphia, Vegas, and Anaheim. Sad trombone right there. All right. Only two games for those teams. So let's look at the uh, distribution here. On Monday, we've got five games. Tuesday, there's nine games. So it's a busier Tuesday. But as I've said before, I think anything under 10 games, I think there's a good chance you can probably stream someone in there. So have a look on Tuesday at your rosters. Um, We're going to get into some strategies and some of those strategies involve uh, streaming a player in for, for Tuesday. So just take a look. There's nine games on Tuesday. Nine times. Nine times. Nine times. Wednesday, we've got six games. Thursday, eight games. So again, another streamable day. Friday, five games. And then Saturday is your beefer with 13 games. Then Sunday has six games. So that's how it's spread out there. Um, One thing that's really important to note um, each time we do these streaming strategy shows is who has back-to-backs, right? Especially on a week like this because we might be able to take advantage of those back-to-backs. Like for back-to-backs, you get you make one move, you get two games, right? That's we're, that's just common sense. We're just maximizing our games played there. So um, let's look at the back-to-backs for this upcoming week. Okay. We got two teams with a Monday-Tuesday back-to-back, and those teams are Ottawa and Florida. They play Monday-Tuesday. 
There are three teams with a Tuesday-Wednesday back-to-back, and that's Chicago Blackhawks, Colorado Avalanche, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. There's one team with a Wednesday-Thursday back-to-back. That's the Detroit Red Wings. There's four teams with a Friday-Saturday back-to-back, which is going to be tough to get players in on the Saturday because it's such a busy day. So again, to, if you're going to use that, you got to make sure you got a roster spot there. Otherwise, it's just a waste of a move, right? Unless it's like a must-add pickup, right? So the four teams with the Friday-Saturday back-to-back, LA Kings, Pittsburgh Penguins, Dallas Stars, and the New York Islanders. And then there are seven teams with the Saturday-Sunday back-to-back. So again, same thing applies on the Saturday. You're looking at Arizona, Nashville, New Jersey, St. Louis Blues, Colorado, Columbus Blue Jackets, and the Toronto Maple Leafs, okay? So as far as teams go, there is a clear winner, in my opinion, uh, this week, and it is the Minnesota Wild. They've got four games, and all four games are on the off nights, okay? So Minnesota Wild play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. And in my opinion, Minnesota has some decent streamers. I think there are some players you can look at here on Minnesota that can give you some value this week coming up. So let's take a look at that. Uh, first off, I, I always have to mention this. He is, he is uh, rostered 68%, so he might not be available. But Jared Spurgeon, you got to make sure he's rostered for this week. Um, you know, he's going he's gonna to bring you some value. Obviously... Um, defensive perifs, but but he can score too. He can he can get some points. He's getting some power play time, so you definitely want to have a look at Jared Spurgeon. Nine goals, fifteen assists on the season. He's a block master. He's got one hundred sixteen blocks on the season, so category coverage no problem. And like I said, he is getting some some uh, points on occasion and with very decent deployment. So Spurgeon's your guy, buddy. Sixty eight percent rostered, so you know take it with a grain of salt. Uh, next guy I would probably prioritize is Ryan Hartman. Um, he did get a goal tonight in the win against New Jersey. So um, he, he's centering that top line again. And I think that's kind of what we were waiting for. And this is almost <laughs> this is almost where we want Ryan Hartman, I think. So he's centering that line. That's great. His deployment has gone up in the last couple games here. Uh, you know, last two games, 18-44, 17-38. And I think he played 17 minutes uh, this game here as well. Um, so... He's getting the deployment. That's training upwards. He's getting the top line assignment, which is great because he has chemistry, obviously, with uh, Matty Zooks and Kirill the Thrill Kaprasov. But we need him on that power play one, too. And that's that's kind of where he's he's not getting that um, that bump. So everything else for, for Ryan Hartman is kind of similar to last season. Obviously, last season was kind of his breakout year. He had 65 points in 82 games, played all 82. Um, he, you know, it, it was a great season for him. He was plus 31, which is excellent. His shooting percentage was was pretty high. He was shooting at 14.2%, um, and he was shooting just under three shots per game, which is really nice. Um, and, you know, he only had eight power play points last year, so um, nothing crazy. But this, uh, uh, sorry, another thing about last season that Ryan Hartman did very well is, is he got a great deployment, just over 18 minutes. So 18 minutes, 11 seconds was his average time on ice, over 82 games. That's excellent. So this season, um, he's kind of been out of favor at times, and then he was injured. But he's only averaging 14 minutes and 41 seconds this year on ice, and that's that's pretty rough. You, you can't do what you need to do. Um, you know, Hartman needs minutes. He needs to be out there on the ice, you know, with these players, right? So a um, couple things happening. He's shooting a little bit less. He's only at 2.5 shots per game this season. His shooting percentage is down to 8.1 as opposed to 14.2 last year. Um, so, you know, he, he's just ramping up. I mean, he's, he's come back off injuries, played 
He's played five games, two points in those five games. That's not awesome, right? But he's been putting putting some games together, and and uh, this is his first goal uh, since he's been back. So I think Hartman is going to have a great week. Book it! That's what I'm calling for, all right? So Ryan Hartman, I like you. I salute you. I think you should pick him up. And then, I mean, there are a couple other options here on Minnesota. You can you can pick up Kalen Addison if you want some offense. He's, he's not going to give you defensemen like Perifs. He might get you some assists and power play points at, at best, right? His, his deployment is not good. He's getting like 15 minutes a night. Lowered expectations. Which I don't like. Um, and then, uh, you know who I'd rather have than Kalen Addison is uh, Jonas Brodeen. Uh, I think he's a he's a better option. He's only 1% rostered, but he's getting the deployment. He's getting over 20 minutes a night, and uh, he's getting good defenseman perifs, especially blocks. So Brodeen, probably a better defenseman option there. Uh, maybe even Matt Dumba. Ooh, it's starting to get slim pickings there. And then... Um, guys like Sam Steele and Frederick Gaudreau, they were, you know, before Hartman came back, I think they were kind of in the mix, the streamer mix, but I don't really, I'm not really interested in either of those guys. I think you could do better um, with some of the other teams. So anyways, uh, Hartman, I think, and Spurgeon are the guys I'm looking for on Minnesota. Okay. Uh, also, I should mention uh, Felino if he needs some bangs. All right. He bangs. He hits like a Mack truck. All right. He's a very angry man. Let's move on. Okay, so Minnesota, clear winner there. Um, there are five teams as well with four games that have three off nights, which is kind of the next best schedule. And those teams are Ottawa, Arizona, Detroit, Nashville, and Chicago. Okay, again, four games all on. Uh, they have three off nights. So to me, the best streamers there, I'll just kind of go through each team. So for Ottawa... It's pretty slim pickings there. Um, I like Ridley Grieg. He's only 2% rostered. I think, you know, we got a couple assists today. He's he's in the mix there. He's in the top six mix, and they've, they've got, uh, you know, obviously some very talented players there. And Grieg's sort of been standing out a little bit. I mean, Ottawa, again, they had a rough game today, but he, he did pick up a couple assists. He might be able to do that for you, and, and maybe some hits too. So take a look there. Shane Pinto maybe, you know, in, a, in real deep leagues. Um, that's pretty much it for Ottawa. Arizona, I would say make sure Clayton Keller is rostered. The, first off, uh, the, the top line in Arizona had a monster, monster game tonight. Uh, let's take a look at that box score really quick just because it was nuts. Clayton Keller had two goals and assists tonight. Nick Schmaltz had a goal and three assists. Um, you know, Barrett Hayton had uh, an assist. So I, I think those guys are all, they, they should be rostered this week. They're, they're all great streamers. Um, so I think you could argue rostering any of them. Uh, definitely prioritize Schmaltz there. Um, I think he's great. And then how about Yuso Valamaki? Would you like some Jewess? Uh, this guy's kind of just, <laughs> he hasn't really been on my radar, but I mean, it's a nice signing for Arizona. And man, he had a, a great game tonight. Um, let's just take a look at this. He picked up four assists tonight. He's getting really good deployment. Two two assists on the power play, three blocks, um, over 20 minutes of ice time. I, this this guy, I mean, Jacob Chikrin, first off, uh, this is another thing I should have mentioned in the news. He was held out of the game today for what uh, Twitter described as tr- uh, trade purposes. But nothing nothing materialized, so I, I don't know. They're just keeping him you know, healthy so they can trade him. But something's cooking there. So that means to me, especially with uh, Gosses Bear still out, Yusuf Alamaki, he's the number one there. And this, this guy's getting uh, prioritized, and he's got six points in three games. Love that. So take a look at Yusuf Alamaki. I think he's a very useful player. And he might kind of be getting a little hot here, coming into his own. So um, I like all those players. 
Arizona's got some options. Um, also, next up, Detroit. They have, uh, to me, even better options. Um, Detroit's got a lot of guys uh, under 45% rostered on Yahoo and under. Let's go through those now. David Perron is 45%. Um, he should be rostered this week. Ew, David. Lucas Raymond is at 43%. Dominic Kubalik is at 28%. And then uh, Tyler Bertuzzi is only 18%. I think uh, all four of those guys, you, you could argue um, rostering them all. I'd say I'd probably prioritize Bertuzzi out of that. Bertuzzi, then Perron, then Raymond, then Kubalik. That's sort of the way I would go there. I think uh, Ben Shiarit. Dude, no, this is serious. I just sharted. Still don't know how to say that man's name. Uh, for D-Man Perifs, he's, he's, getting, he's getting the biz. He got a couple assists today. So that's really it for Detroit. Uh, moving on to Nashville, Tanner Janot. Well, ooh la dee da, Mr. Frenchman. He's starting to get his game going. He bangs, he hits. He's a wild man. And uh, he'll give you the occasional goal or point. And he's only 31% rostered, so I think he's a nice add there. How about Nino Niederreiter? Yes, it is Net Niederlander. 12% only on Yahoo. This guy's a cross-category beast. All right, shots on goal, hits. Uh, you know, and he's getting some points in there. So, yeah, I like both those guys. Um, take a look there. And then the last team, Chicago. Honestly, there's not much going on there. I think if you want some good D-man perifs, you got guys like uh, McCabe and Connor Murphy. Um, you want some offense, maybe Max Domi. And then for the deepest of deep leagues, um, Andreas Athanasiu. I mean... You know, he's 0% rostered for a reason, okay? But he's fast as hell. So I don't know. I don't know why that guy hasn't really taken off. I, I don't think he's... There must be something going on there that that's not quite on the level, you know? like Because he, he looks pretty flashy. He gets a lot of shots, and he's very fast. But yeah, something's something's missing uh, from his game, and, and obviously the coaches see that. Anyways, but he's, he's there as well. So those are those teams there. Next team I want to talk about is Edmonton. Uh, they have three games all on off nights, but... You know, that's great. So they, they could be very valuable, um, but they don't have very many guys that that you can kind of work with, right? So I think the only guy really I'm interested on at all with Edmonton is Ryan McLeod. I think, you know, and I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Ryan McLeod would be the guy that I, I think I would go for. He's, he does put up some perifs. He's, he's got three goals in four games. Um, you know, 1% rostered. You, you get what you get, right? Um, but he is putting up some decent advanced stats. So let's let's be honest there. But yeah, the the other guys, it, it's just not, it, you know, it's the Connor McDavid show. Obviously, their their top two lines are are doing what they need to do, and and you don't have to worry about the rest. Evan Bouchard is still fifty percent rostered. Devin, <laughs> what are you doing here? This guy, man, <laughs> I what is he doing? It's like he's, he's like he's invisible out there. I mean, he's he's just not he's not doing much of anything. So it's definite fall from grace for this guy. He had a great season last year. I still think he'll be all right, you know, uh, in the future. But boy, this season's really been a wash for him. Nothing doing, um, you know. But he's there as well. He's fifty percent rostered still, which is really high. This guy's an obvious drop, but you know, on a good schedule week, maybe you pick him up. And then last, I do want to mention there are five teams that play four games with two off nights. Uh, and those teams are um, Colorado, Columbus, Florida, New Jersey, and St. Louis. Again, four games played, two off nights. So in, in Colorado, for sure, you're looking at the top six. I mean, if there's guys like, uh, you know, Lekkonen is probably rostered, but, um, you know, Comfer or Evan Rodriguez, maybe if those guys are available. 
Uh, Columbus, you know what I'm going to say. Big Boone. Boone Jenner, what are you doing? Pick him up. Um, yeah, this guy, uh, he's a beast. If you want some offense too, maybe on the back end, Adam Boquist, I think can, can provide some value there. Um, for Florida, you know, uh, Lou Starnin, you know, he, he steps up when needed. Anton Lundell, those type of guys, um, if available, New Jersey, you know, take your pick. Um, I think my pick for New Jersey would be Andre Palat. I think he's the one who's going to step up without, um, Jack Hughes, he already has, you know, with a couple goals and, and he's got, I think he got an assist tonight, but, um, yeah, he, they're going to have to rely on him a lot more. Oh boy, Dougie Hamilton, but he's having an amazing season. I, I love what I'm seeing from Dougie Hamilton. Obviously he's not a, he's not available, but, uh, he's having a great season. And then for St. Louis, I think the, the only guy I'm really interested in there is maybe Ryan O'Reilly. Uh, if he's available in your league, again, he's not really a category league guy. He's more of a points league guy, but there you go. So those are players you can pick up on those teams. Okay. Now let's look at the worst schedules that we've got here um, and potential drop droppable players. So Philly and Vegas, they only have two games and only one of them is on an off night. So they play the Saturday and then uh, another one of the other nights. So um, I think, yeah, any fringe players on Philly or Vegas, you got it. They got to go, right? You got to drop them like it's hot. Get that okay, that means Scott Lawton. I think your time is done, my man. You know he's he's not doing much right now. Owen Tippett. Uh, I've got a lot of love for that guy, but not in a two game week. You know where they have one off night. I don't think anything's going on. JVR, James Van Rienstijk. Get that garbage out of here. All right. Um. Yeah, and then for Vegas, uh, Wild Bill Carlson, probably a drop. You know, even Riley Smith, potentially drop. Any fringe Vegas players, you probably want to get them out of your sight, all right? And then Anaheim, yeah, they had a great schedule this week, but um, all those streamers, you can you can cut loose. So guys like Adam Henrique, even Cam Fowler, get rid of them. Um, Vetrano, I have on like three teams. Sorry, Frank. Good afternoon. Hello, Frank's Pickle Barrelless. Huh? Get out of my sight. All right? Frank Vitrano, thank you for your service. Now go back to obscurity on the waiver wire. Okay? So, yeah, those are the guys you probably want to steer clear from. Okay? Uh, Now let's talk strategy. Uh, Let's get into the the meat and potatoes of the episode. So, um, obviously, the, the way I like to do it, and first off, sorry, I, I, I like to just do this every time. When we're talking about streaming, we're talking about the worst one or potentially two players on your roster all right, that, that you basically just drop and you pick up a person on the waiver wire that has more games, right? So um, you're constantly moving players in and out of your lineup so you can maximize games, especially on a busy night like the Saturday. You're going to have a lot of players that are on your bench potentially, right? So you want to you make sure that you're taking players that are, that are not good enough to make your roster on a busy night and turning those into players that can play on some of the lighter nights, right? And again, this is a good week to do that. You basically just want to avoid the Saturday at this point. I think the Tuesday and Thursday, you can probably stream in, but you got to have a look at your team and make sure that it works, okay? Uh, Because you don't want to waste a move. So my priority usually when I'm streaming is to do a long stream. I I like to do a long stream, sort of just set it up. I I set my alarm, um, you know, 12 o'clock a.m. Pacific time, 
And I go into Yahoo and I, I pick the best streamers that I can um, with a long stream in mind, okay? And if you're going to do a long stream, that means you're going to grab a Minnesota player and just hold him for the week. That means you, you make one move and you get four games out of that player, right? And as I said, the priority there is Hartman, Ryan Hartman, or Jared Spurgeon. I think that's where you want to go. As I said, uh, you know, like I said, this is a, a somewhat light week. So even on the heavy days, there's room for a stream. That means back-to-backs are in play, okay? So let's look at maximizing games uh, with four moves. Most leagues, you have four moves, okay? So here's a hypothetical situation. On Monday, you pick up a player from the Senators or Florida. I think I'd rather go with Florida in this case, but take a look at who's available in your league. Again, for Ottawa, you're looking at Ridley Gree, Shane Pinto. For Florida, um, Anton Lundell, Radko Gudis, for sure, uh, definitely in a bangers league, um, and E2 Lewis Starnan. So you pick up one of those players on the Monday. That's one move for two games, okay? Because they're playing the back-to-back Monday, Tuesday. On Wednesday, you drop that player that you picked up, and you pick up a player from Detroit, okay? And I mentioned those players from Detroit. We're talking about Perron. We're talking about Tyler Bertuzzi. We're talking about um, Lucas Raymond. All those players, right? So, And again, I think Bertuzzi is the, is the priority there if you can. So you pick up a Detroit player on Wednesday for the back-to-back Wednesday-Thursday. So that is two moves you've made now for four games, all right? On Friday, you can pick up a Friday-Sunday team, right, just to avoid that busy Saturday. And there are four teams that have that, Minnesota, Chicago, Ottawa, and Edmonton, all right? So you pick up a player from one of those teams, uh, and that's three moves for six games, right? So that's it. You, you've, you've made six, you've got an extra six games for three moves in your streamer spot. That leaves you with an extra move to pick up a player if you run into some type of injury situation or if someone drops somebody that really shouldn't be dropped. That means you can just pick that player up. Don't even think about it, right? So uh, that is the way I would sort of tackle this week. If you have two streamer spots, I would do one long stream. And then the second streamer spot, I would try and uh, enact this plan. And that means, I mean, we're getting a little complicated here, but you know, one move for four games uh, for that long stream. And the other three, you get six games. So that's 10 games for four moves. But you have to have two streamer spots to do that. Am I, am I clear on this? For God's sake, I'm confusing myself. But uh, that's, that's with two streamer spots you can do that, right? So, yeah. And also, just keep in mind, too, this is something that I wanted to bring to your attention, especially this week. The backup goalies on back-to-backs, these guys can get streamed in. Okay, so let's look at some of those. We already talked about Ottawa. They've got the Monday, Tuesday, right? So um, goaltending is going to be a mess for sure because I don't think for if, if he's getting stretched out, I don't think he's coming back for Monday, right? So you're looking at Mads, Sogard, and whoever they call up potentially, right? And those guys are going to be available, no question. Florida as well, right? Um, if Spencer Knight's available in your league, in which he might be, or Bobrovsky maybe. I know he's been dropped in some spots, but just take a look there. I think Ottawa's obviously going to be your easier pick up there. Um, let's look at Colorado and Tampa Bay. They both play a back-to-back Tuesday, Wednesday. So Colorado, you're going to get one game of uh, Georgiev and one game of Pavel Francouz. It's not Suze, all right? It's Susie. <laughs> My name is Susie. Um, so I think you can just stream in Francouz if he's not rostered for whatever game he gets in. And then for Tampa, you're looking at Vasilevsky and then Brian Elliott is going to get a start in there most likely. So, um, Elliott and Francouz, two guys. Yeah. If you need that goalie 
spot, um, you stream in a goalie, those are going to be some nice streamers for you because they're on good teams. Um, Chicago is there too with that Tuesday, Wednesday, but I mean, their goalies are a bit sketchy. I would probably steer clear of them. My two cents. All right. Next up, let's look at Detroit. They play the Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back. So um, you're looking at um, Vili Husso on one of those games, and then Magnus Helberg is the the guy you could probably stream in on the Wednesday or Thursday, depending on how they go. And then, you know, I'm not going to get into all the goalies, but there are lots on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, depending on the team. So that... Those Friday, Saturday, Sunday goalie starts, that could be your 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 extra move. Like if you've just done the three moves and you've still got one extra move, you can pick up a, a, back, um, a backup goalie and stream them in for that game there and get you some goalie stats as well if you want. Okay, but that is really it. That's uh, That's a nice short episode. I just wanted to get this out real quick for you. That's week 18 in the books, baby. It's going to be an interesting week. I hope Minnesota kills it. Um, you know, and again, there's four games this week with Minnesota. I would look at Philip Gustafson. I've, I've talked this guy up a little bit. I've convinced some people to, you know, to pick him up. And, you know, it's it's worked out. He, he was, um, he had two games this last week here, one loss, and, and they won tonight uh, in a shootout, which is excellent. But his numbers were strong. I like Philip Gustafson, Gustafson a lot. I think, I, I still think that uh, Marc-Andre Fleury is going to get rested moving forward so he's fresh for the playoffs and I think Gustafson is going to get the bulk of starts that's my opinion so um he's not must roster by any means but someone to keep an eye on and I think yeah whenever you get a chance you can stream him in his numbers are solid he's a great goalie and he'll probably be there after uh Marc-Andre Fleury retires I think he might be their goalie of the future so Anyways, that's my two cents. That's week 18. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I really appreciate you. Again, hit me up on Twitter. I've been um, doing a a lot of uh, threads, just some pregame, sometimes postgame, just talking about... Uh, you know, the players I want to watch. So if you like those, just get back to me. Let me know if you like them. Um, I'd love to hear your opinion on some of my takes there. And again, head on over to sportsethos.com. Do it. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Really appreciate you guys. Have a great week. I will be back with a bunch of episodes coming up. I want to talk about, um, trade deadline stuff. I think what, what I'm going to do is talk about all the teams in the Eastern conference and all the teams in the Western conference and maybe pick a player that I think is most likely to be moved on that team. I think that's what we're going to do next week. Okay. But I got to do a little research. All right. But that's what's coming up next week. And as I mentioned, uh, we are going to do a playoff schedule episode. I wanted to do that this week, but uh, some stuff came up. So um, I'll hit that up next week. We still have time, okay? That's it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Celebrate your day. Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary.